Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News, another episode of Eye on the Ball. We're back for another Tuesday sports show. I am so happy to be here, you guys, especially after a bit of a hiatus yesterday. We do apologize for that. We did have some complications over the weekend, so we couldn't bring a Monday show to you guys, but we're starting fresh here on this Tuesday with an amazing, amazing sports show for you guys. It's going to be fantastic. So, 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 let's jump right into it here. Uh, I've got some predictions for you guys. I've got some injury news for you guys in the MLB as well as a major contract update over in the NFL. So you're not going to want to miss out on any of it. So let's see. How did I do in last week's predictions? Last time out, I got three correct. I got three out of my six MLB predictions correct. Can I beat that? Can I do better? Let's find out, shall we? So we start out with the Yankees versus the Twins. I said the Yankees had this series two games to one, and I was definitely wrong about that. The Yankees kind of got crushed in that series by a final series score of two games to one. And one interesting note about this series is that the Twins scored six runs in each of the three games of this series. So an absolutely epic series overall. Uh, It's unfortunate that the Yankees kind of blew this one, and frankly, they have not been playing well at all over the past week, and I'll get into more of that here in a moment uh, after the predictions. But overall, disappointing series from the Yankees. Great series from the Twins. They seem to actually be putting that offense together. It looks like they might actually be putting something together on the offensive side of the ball, which is the area that they've struggled in so far this season. Their manager, Rocco Baldelli, has come out and said several times that they need to focus on offense. That pitching has been fine. Sonny Gray has been elite. Joe Ryan has been amazing. And Pablo Lopez has been pretty good as well. So it's just about figuring out how to put the rest together. How do they get the offense really going? And it seems like they maybe are starting to do that a little bit. So that's very exciting. I am loving to I'm loving watching these twins become good. I want to see a good team. We've seen them go to the playoffs a couple of times, but they never go anywhere. Of course, they usually face the Yankees and uh, the Yankees versus the twins in a playoff matchup tends to be a done deal right from the very start. Uh, So overall, good series from the twins. I got this one wrong. Next, we have the Astros versus the Rays. I said that the Rays would have this series won by a final score of two games to one. But the Astros proved me wrong. They got that win to kill the Rays' home winning streak a day earlier than I expected. They got it in the second game with a very, very strong win. And this was following a pretty poor loss on that Monday. And so this was overall a great series from the Astros, who are playing relatively good baseball at this point. They've kind of steadied the ship, it looks like, a tiny bit. Not that it's perfect yet, but they're getting stronger. And, you know, overall, great series for them. Hunter Brown had a good outing there, as I suspected. The rookie hype was real. The Astros won that game, and so a 2-1 to series victory for them. Of course, that means that I got this one wrong as well. And uh, one that almost really killed me 
the Cardinals versus the Giants. I said this would be a 2-2 series tie. And it was so close, you guys, to being a sweep by the Giants. I was looking at the results, putting my notes together for this show, and the first three games, what is it? Giants win. Okay, next game. Giants win. Oh, no. Here we go. Giants win. Third game. Like, if if the Giants swept this, y'all are going to hear about it. And you're going to hear about it loudly. But the Cardinals managed to save one game out of this series. Have been performing so poorly. Now, I expected the Cardinals to thrive this season their pitching had some major issues their pitching had some major question marks that i knew were going to play a factor in this season and i thought that their offense was going to be able to overcome it i thought that their offense was going to be strong enough to deal with that issue To make the pitching problem seem more of like a background issue. They were going to score more runs than they gave up. They still have an elite defense. They still have a great offensive core. So the pitching would be fine. No. No. They have been struggling immensely. It's been ugly, y'all. I'm going to pull up the table right now. The Cardinals are in last. Y'all, we're a month into the season and the Cardinals are sitting in last in the NL Central behind the Reds. Behind the Reds. 12 and 17 is the Reds record. The Cardinals record 10 and 19. They're behind them by two games, which of course isn't a lot. We're a month in anything can change. So I don't want to blow this too far out of proportion. But that is an ugly start. That is an ugly start. And you have to hope that they find a way to make this work. That they find a way to recover. Because this Cardinals team deserves to be good. That offensive core is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they need to find pitching. They need to find something this summer to get them through and to get them back on the right track because right now it is just not looking good. They are looking like the definition of a glass cannon with absolutely no pitching depth. Rough time. Great series win for the Giants, though. And, of course, again, it's another that I got wrong. So, first half of the week, we're 0 for 3. Not a good start. Can I turn it around in the second half? Is there is there maybe a bit of redemption Coming in the second half of my predictions. Let's find out. Mariners versus Blue Jays. I got to tell you guys, this one scared me. I had the Blue Jays winning this series 2-1. to one, But as I was looking at the results and putting this show together, it looked like they might have swept it. It looked like they might have swept this one. They had won the first two games, including a very tight win in Game 2 in extra innings. And we went back to extra innings in game three, but the Mariners pulled one out. A 10-8 victory in the third game to salvage a victory in this three-game set, which means I got this one correct. Blue Jays won the series two games to one. Pat on the back for me. Bo Bichette has been on fire, 
And really, this Blue Jays team has been looking really good. They currently sit, let's look here, they currently sit third, actually, right now. They currently sit third in the NL East, but it's not like they're performing poorly. They're 18 and 11, so a very strong start for them overall, and it's good to see. The Orioles in second, by the way. I just want to point that out with a 19 and 9 record, so that's insane to watch. And, of course, the Rays in first, 23 and 6. We don't have to talk about that, do we? But anyway, we move on here. to the next one the Braves versus the Mets now this one was a messed up weekend for them guys the first game the Braves won in five innings they played the first five and then uh the rest of the game was canceled I am assuming rained out I did not check before the show but I will assume rained out well the next two games were also postponed so I didn't think I had a prediction to make I didn't think I had well, really a result to share with you guys, but I'm glad that this one's actually coming out later on Tuesday. I'm glad I'm actually recording this on Tuesday morning because it allowed me the opportunity to actually bring you guys the rest of this result as they did play the other two games. They played a double header on Monday and I predicted that the Braves would win this series two games to one over the Mets and that's exactly what happened the Braves again won that first game in five had a very strong victory in game two only to drop the last one to the Mets but overall a great series victory for them a very weird series overall but either way they got the job done this Braves team is looking very very strong looking very very good Let's see where they stand right now. They currently sit in first in the NL East with a record of 19 and 10. And the Marlins are in second, y'all. Hello? They're in second. 16 and 13, the Marlins record is right now. The Mets have the same record, 16 and 13. So this is actually a little insane. The Marlins have found their way into second. Wow. 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 That is, I think, one of the last things we expected. I don't know if it'll last. I don't know if it's something that's, you know, really attainable for them this season. But you got to love that a month into the season, the Marlins are still fighting. They're still up there in that talk for being a good team in the NL East. This division could become a lot more interesting than we initially expected. Absolutely. But another prediction. Correct. This is two in a row. Can I make it three? Can my second half predictions be perfect? Yes, they can. Angels versus Brewers. I had this one two games to one in favor of the Brewers. I said this would be a great strength test for the Angels to see how they match up against a playoff-ready team. And it turned out not very well just yet. They're still trying to figure themselves out over there, but they did manage to salvage a victory in this one, so it wasn't all bad. The Angels right now, let's see what they're looking at. We'll look at the Brewers as well. Uh, Since I don't have too much, it gives me a chance to uh, just update you guys here with these uh, standings with these records and the angels currently sit in third they have fallen behind the astros but that being said they still have a positive record 15 and 14 so it's not like they're doing too badly they're only behind the astros by one game just one game behind so they're not doing bad at all and we have to hope that they continue to do well i don't want to see the angels have another bad season they just can't do it 
They can't do it. They can't waste another season of Trout. They can't waste another season of Otani. It just can't happen. They need to get to the playoffs somehow, and I hope they do it. I hope that they do it. And the Brewers sit in second. They sit in second behind a team that we're going to talk about here right now because I got those three predictions correct, three out of six. Now, before I jump into this week's predictions, here's the thing. I've gotten three correct the past two weeks in a row. I'm going to make this bet with you guys right now. If I get more than three, if I get four or more correct this week, y'all share this around. All of you that listen to the, ep- to the episode, share this around to as many people as you can. I'll set a standard of 10. Try to share it to 10 people. That is my bet with you guys. If I get four or more correct out of the six, share this around to 10 people, friends, family, neighbors. I don't care. Share this around, but let's move into my predictions here because we have the pirates versus the rays, the pirates sitting in first in the NL central who would have ever expected this. Who would have ever guessed that the Pittsburgh Pirates a month into the season would be sitting in first in the NL Central? And it never would have crossed my mind. They're 20 and 9 to start the season. And this start has been incredible. It's been brilliant, and I want to see them continue it, and I think they will against this race team. Now, this race team is playing some excellent baseball. They're 23-6 and to start the season. They are on fire. They are doing better than I think anyone expected them to do this season, but I'm saying that the Pirates continue this magical start. They take two out of three against the Rays. It's just so incredible to watch this team perform so well. I want to see it. Come on. Can we see a surprise division victory for the Pirates? If they win this division, you guys, I will lose it. I will lose it right here on this show. It's going to be a battle. Is it actually going to be a battle between the Pirates and the Brewers? Because clearly the Cardinals are showing about as much fight as a cooked cooked noodle. So it's going to be insane if they can keep this up because even the Cubs are a little bit, a little bit behind 15 and 13 is their record right now. So they're sitting a few games back right now. So if this is going to turn into a race between the pirates and the brewers, I am all for it. I am here for it. Y'all and a two to one series victory is my prediction for the pirates over the Rays. Moving forward, we have the D-backs versus the Rangers, a two-game set starting tonight, and I have the Rangers sweeping this two-game set, 2-0. Two to zero. I think the Rangers have been playing exceptionally well so far this season. They played extremely well against the Yankees, scoring a ton of runs. That pitching staff looks strong, even without DeGrom. We'll talk about that here in just a moment, but... They've looked absolutely electric. It's been a great start to the season for them. 17 and 11 to start the season. You love to see it from the Rangers team that has struggled for years now. And I just want to see them be good again. I want to see the Rangers be good. 
I miss it. They used to be so, so dominant, and it looks like they might be coming back. Now, the Diamondbacks are playing pretty well also, sitting in second over there in the NL West. 16-13 and 13 is their record. So it's not like they are playing poorly. They're just a game back of the Dodgers right now. Um, but overall, actually just a half game back, but overall, I think the Rangers are just the stronger team right now. I think they have the better pitching staff, the better offense, and so a 2-0 series sweep for the Rangers in this one. Next, we have the Phillies versus the Dodgers. This is the only series that I have any kind of help for uh, in these predictions this time around. The Dodgers won the first game in a dominant fashion, but but I say that the Phillies take these next two games two to one series victory in favor of the Phillies. I don't really have any reasoning for this one. I just want to see the Phillies do. Actually, no, 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 no. I lie. I do have some reasoning and it is purely hype it is purely the fact that Bryce Harper after his year-long recovery from Tommy John surgery is back he is here he is back he is coming back to this team and that'll be such a huge boost for this Phillies lineup, for this Phillies team. They need Harper. They need a boost like this. And I think that this is exactly what is going to propel them past the Dodgers. Purely hype. And having that bat back in their lineup. It's going to be incredible to watch. I'm excited for Harper to be back. He is such an electric player. He causes so much talk around the game of baseball. You know, everyone watches him. Everyone pays attention. Next, we have the Yankees versus the Rays. I'm going to hop through the rest of these very quickly so I can get to the rest of the news I have for you guys before we have to head out. Yankees versus Rays. The Rays win this one two games to one. The Yankees just struggling right now, dealing with a lot of injury concerns as well. They are not putting the bat on the ball enough. There are bad decisions being made, including yesterday's loss to the Guardians. There was a horrible decision by the manager, in my opinion. Domingo Herman should not have been taken out after that hit given up to Stephen Kwan, but a 2-1 to series victory for the Rays overall, who have just been the superior team by all means. Now, next we have the Twins versus the Guardians. Another sweet prediction for me. I say that the Twins win this one three games to zero. They have been absolutely electric over the past week or so, and I'm looking for that to continue. That pitching staff is just dominant. The offense, if they continue to put up the numbers that they have been over the past few days, then they are going to be just fine against this Guardians team and finally the athletics versus the royals i wish i'd given myself more time to focus on this but really this is just a set of two hapless teams that have been doing nothing this season that really have nothing going for them the athletics are i believe the record was six and 23 the royals sitting just above that seven and 22 to start the season a little disappointing considering i expected them to do a bit more this season they didn't look this hopeless but overall i'm going with a two to one series victory for the royals in that one 
So again, if I get more than three, if I get four or more predictions correct, you share this around to at least 10 people and we get this community growing as fast as possible. But we have some injury news to quickly go over before we jump over to the NFL and get into a major contract talk. But we have Judge injured. Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees is injured. He landed on the injured list, the 10-day injured list for a mild strain in his upper hip. Now, hopefully he won't be out for too long. It is said uh, by the manager, even Aaron Boone, that he could be back next week for the team's series against the Athletics. So, Hopefully, it is not too long of a stint because that lineup just looks decimated without Judge there. So if he can come back healthy in just a week or so, that'll be a huge boost for the team. But overall, it was just a precautionary call so that he didn't injure the hip anymore because you don't want him playing at 80-85% and then re-injure that hip even more or even come into another injury adjusting for that hip. And so you rather him just be out for a week than, you know, two months, let's say. So Judge injured. Hopefully he'll be coming back. According to Aaron Boone, Harrison Bader could be called up from AAA this week during the Yankees series against the Guardians. I don't see it. I, I would be very shocked if they do call him up. Of course, as soon as I press and record on this, they're going, they're going to do it. Watch. But... I don't see them calling him up just yet. He hasn't played enough in the minors to warrant the call up yet after his injury. He needs more time to just ramp up his game time before coming back. So I'd be very shocked to see him back in the major leagues just yet, but we'll wait and see. DeGrom also injured. Bad news for the Rangers. Jacob DeGrom has landed on the 15-day injured list with elbow inflammation. He came out early in his start against the Yankees over the weekend and just overall wasn't feeling it. Didn't like the way he was pitching and you know, there was a little bit of inflammation shown in that pitching elbow. They want to be cautious with him. DeGrom does have a lot of injury history during his time with the Mets, and the Rangers took a big swing on him. Five years, $185 million, so they want to be as cautious with him as possible. Hopefully, this is just a short stint. He'll be reevaluated in about a week, maybe a week and a half, and so hopefully this stint isn't too long for DeGrom. They need him back. He has been excellent for them. One bad start at the beginning, but overall, the Rangers are 6-0 and in DeGrom's starts, so they really, really want him back. They want him to remain healthy, so hopefully this inflammation is just that a little bit of inflammation usually when you hear that it's worrying so hopefully DeGrom can come back better than ever moving over to the NFL now away from baseball to round it out Lamar Jackson is off the board another big splash name is off the board as Jackson has signed an extension with the Baltimore Ravens. He is staying in Baltimore, you guys. He is remaining a member of the Birds. And this is a huge contract. Just 10 days after Jalen Hurts became the highest paid quarterback, Lamar Jackson said, step aside, it's my turn. And 
hours before the start of the NFL draft. He signed a contract worth up to $260 million over five years. Now, this isn't all guaranteed money. The guaranteed money sits at $185 million, a huge step back from what Jackson originally wanted. It was said that for a while he was looking for a contract that rivaled that of Deshaun Watson, who was guaranteed $230 million, but teams were absolutely just tossing him aside at that theory. He wasn't going to get a guaranteed deal like that. In fact, Deshaun Watson's deal was an absolute outlier. It is not the norm. And so Jackson had to settle back a little bit. And I think probably after Jalen Hurts signed his deal with the Eagles, he figured that he wasn't going to get that deal. And there have been questions if the relationship will be mended between player and team after Jackson requested a trade back on March 27th. Now, the thing is, the team seems to recognize, and it has been said by their general manager, that this was purely just a monetary thing. They understand that this is just a monetary part of the sport, that it is part of the business end of things, and that there is nothing to mend. He is a Raven. He is part of that core. And now it'll be interesting to see what the Ravens can do. They signed Odell Beckham Jr. So what is this going to look like? What is Jackson going to be able to do with this squad surrounding him what is this core going to accomplish in the 2023 season i'll definitely be looking out for it i'm excited to see what they do jackson of course has the potential to be a top top quarterback i'm still kind of waiting to see it i'm still a little underwhelmed by jackson at this point but i am excited to see what he can do moving forward But that is the end of this episode of Eye on the Ball, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. We'll be back here tomorrow morning with another episode of Idiots in the News. Don't miss out on our Eye on the Ball uh, episode stream on Clubhouse at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, where you guys will be able to chat with me about your sports predictions and thoughts. And, of course, the room will be out for Idiots in the News 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Don't miss out on that. That's a great time we introduce some other stories in there as well but until then you guys have a great rest of your tuesday and a great start to your wednesday we'll see you tomorrow bye guys